shut your eyes. Can you imagine your future? Now, take a step forward. Are you ready to move in the direction of freedom, peace, and possibility? Welcome to The Way to the Top, where we will examine the process of where you are in life and where you are going. Your potential lies in the process not at the top. Watch your life transform before, while on the way to the top. What's up, everybody? James here with James Gourmet Pies. And it's LaTroy Woods representing LaTroy Woods. And thank you guys again for coming to the way to the top, the process, right? It's not the top that we're getting to. It's an illusion. But all the magic and the beauty is in the process. And so we're finding out who's in our community and how we could find out what that process looks like to get from here to there. And who's on today, James? Um, these, these guys are great um, friends of mine. So we have Tommy, who's to my right of me. And then we have Matt, who's to my left. And the reason why I wanted to bring them on is they're both helping me with credit. Uh, my buddy Tommy is helping me with my personal credit. And my buddy Matt is helping me with business credit. And um, we were sitting down going over some numbers and credit and all that stuff. And I was like, man, it would be great to have you guys on the podcast with us. Um, re- reason being, right, we talk about that gray area or the way to the top. And the number one reason that I hear why people do not start their business is a lack of capital. Mm -hmm. And then the second reason why I wanted to get you guys on is because a lot of my buddies that um, actually lose their business or don't continue going, you know, once they already got some experience and skin in the game, is lack of capital, right? So this is on the way to the top. Like, credit is huge. And there's different types of credit. There's different lines of credit. There's different, like, the differences between loans and line of credit and all this stuff. So if you guys could introduce yourselves, we'll start with Matt, and then we'll go with Tom. Sure. Thanks a lot uh, for the intro there, James. Um, so we have a, uh, you know, extreme knowledge and a database of clients of uh, people that are looking to, basically looking for ways to get their company to grow through uh, working capital. As we all know, that's probably the hardest part, as James just mentioned, is to scale your business. So you might have a great idea, but with lack of capital, kind of is a, is a big problem when it comes to, you know, trying to get that idea off the ground, right? So our company specializes in building not only personal profiles, but business profiles to separate the social from a non-personal guaranteed loan. So, you know, with that said, I'll introduce you to Tom and, and give you a little background on him. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Matt and James. Appreciate you having us. Uh, It's been a great time getting to know you. Uh, Met James, of course, at the farmer's market and uh, his personality just, you know, is is toxic and it it, it attracts everybody. And, uh, you know, really uh, just hit it off and uh, started working together on the personal credit file. As Matt was saying, you know, business credit is great. But of course, you, you know, like James mentioned, Getting to the top takes your uh, personal credit started. That has to be fixed before you can get into the business credit play, uh, which we're doing with James. So really it's about, uh, you know, we work with goal-oriented individuals trying to get into a home mostly or start a business. Really want, uh, you, know, you know, have an end to your goals for the credit fixing a process. So we take and we look at the files uh, as we've done with James, look at all the derogatory items. Now 80% of Americans actually have derogatories that they're not aware of. 
on their file, whether it's an old address, old employer, uh, you know, something that might be, you know, you didn't even know was on the file, fraudulent activity. So it's really good to take, you know, a good look at your credit file before you're trying to do anything with a home or, or start a business. So yeah, definitely. And Matt said something that was music to every business owner's ears. And do you know what that was? Non-personal guarantee. Wild guess. There's music to our ears yeah. because we always dread signing like loans, for, especially if it's a big loan and you personally guarantee it and you got your house, you know, this is my house and I got to put up something that I'm not going to go shopping with. This is something that's going to feed this beast, which is the business. Oh my God. It's like music to our ears. Separate those two. And would you like to talk about why it's important to separate those? Yeah, things? absolutely. And as we all know, you know, when people go throughout life, they don't think, uh, uh, you know, something bad's ever going to happen. They always assume the money's going to keep coming in. And as we all know, economic things change, you know, uh, politics, politics change, which can throw off a lot of maybe the momentum you had in a business and kind of bring you back kind of the 08, you know, when the bubble burst in real estate, I had a myself had an issue with, where I was heavily invested in real estate all in in the real estate similar to a time where we're at now where the market just from everyone could see they thought they was going to continue to go up but little did i know you know my first time really being all in on a on a business that uh you know the bubble did burst and lost everything at that time and and had to actually claim bankruptcy in uh, early uh 2009 terrible situation you know no one expects that to happen but as we all know when you personally guarantee all the loans your person you know your your social is not really worth much after coming out of a bankruptcy so f- learning from that circumstance uh brought me to understanding of non-personal guaranteed loans and that's what we are trying to help james with actually right now to build his you know, pie business and get it to the next level and scale it to be a, you know, household brand. So, you know, James came to us with, with some understanding of his personal score and we have, have built on that relationship and look to basically get his uh, pie business to the next level and start establishing what they call vendor accounts, which would be tier one credit. And that's established through what they call a net 30. And net 30 is giving you a 30-day window as a business owner to pay that, pay that loan back um, without actually having to use your personal social, which is great because if you have something going on with your personal social as far as on your personal credit side, you can actually separate the two similar to a personal social, but you're using your EIN number to establish that line with a vendor. So James and I are currently working on establishing his pie business and working with the vendors that he already has um, through his Dunn's number and establishing a Paydex score and building with Experian and Equifax, which both now have um, business reporting uh, as it was business reporting database. So the goal here is, is really to separate yourself from your business so you're not liable for those those you know expenses if 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 I don't you know excuse my French but the shit hits the fan, mm-hmm. right? No one no one wants the, that to happen, but you know it is just, it's, it's a strategic play the same way you would establish an LLC to not be a sole proprietor. It's very similar. Um, so we establish people with for businesses, we establish their business credit to uh, you know scale their business without actually having to be personally liable for it. You know, I have a question for you guys. So I think all this is great stuff and very informative that everybody know this information. But maybe we could dive down this and unfold and unwrap this a little bit on how this has affected you guys in your own personal lives and why you feel this service is needed for people. Yeah, go ahead, Tom. I I think I would like to take that one because it's funny. Um, I've been a corporate man my entire life. You know, I did the... 
go to school, get a nine-to-five job, you know, and, and I unfortunately destroyed my credit as a young guy. You're not taught about it. You're not given the tools to understand your financial literacy, if you will, why we have the leverage literacy group. Um, you know, you're, you're not given those. You don't really understand the finance. So for me, I was a cash guy for so long, uh, and kind of unlike Matt, who went the entrepreneur route right out of, right out of the gate, kind of, and, you know, really built his own thing. I've been so used to the corporate America lifestyle, get that nine to five, always have that paycheck coming in, da 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 and I never really concern myself with the credit. I was like, it's, it's, it's done. I'm never going to fix it. I, I hopefully organically it'll grow back, which <laughs> takes forever. Right. So I think the biggest piece that helped me was when, you know, I finally recognized and Matt helped me many, a couple years back, you know, I was in the mid to, I think low sixes, maybe high fives on my credit score, right? A couple unique items were on my file that I wasn't aware of. A couple of things I needed some help with, which is adding a trade line, which is something that, you know, we can talk more about. Uh, but that, all those things basically helping get the feeling and boosting my score now, now I'm in the high sevens, low eights, right? Now I'm, now I'm financially free. It's a, it's a great feeling, yeah. right? And you can now go in and with confidence into buying scenarios, uh, whether it's a home, a car, uh, even if you just need, you know, re, you know, whatever you're doing, even starting that business, right? You have your own personal number. You know your score is, you know, you know what you're playing with now. So that alone just changes the dynamic of how you can go about your buying power in life uh, and, and the way you view things. Now you have a good credit score. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's that feeling that kind of why I started working with Matt and, and why we started to really build this because we want others to have that, share that same, you know, sentiment. Yeah, and I'll tell you, they will treat you different at the car dealerships when they pull your credit and they see that you have a good number. Absolutely. You know, if you got like a five-something, you know, you're waiting in all day long. But if you have a six-something or a seven-something, yeah. ah, they're bringing you waters out. They're showing you <laughs> they're bringing, yeah, they the got the, They're bringing the cars to the front of the lot. Absolutely. Check this out. Sit in. For how sure. you like that? A-plus service. So I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, it's, it's about leverage. It's really about how, they, how you leverage in OPM, other people's money, if you will, which is lending. You know? yeah. so, and that all starts with having a good credit score. Definitely. Yeah, so to speak to speak further on that, I mean, James right now is looking to scale his business, and we're working on getting him to the next level through financing, right? So when you don't have come from a, a rich background or have you know a, a family member that you can borrow from, the next best option is to use credit, right? And credit can be used. I think we come from a background where our parents maybe might have been scared of it, so we have a lot of bad education about it. But that's been the tool that I've used to bridge the gap between having no money and, and basically acting as my own bank, right? So. The same way the bank um, will loan your money out every deposit you make, similar to that, we use the bank's money to loan that out on our businesses. If you really believe in your idea, your best investment you can make, I always say, is in yourself, right? So if you're, if you're willing to take the risk and quit that nine to five eventually, which we all think I have dreams of doing here, um, so we have no boss and we can be our own boss, you know, this is the best tool, in, in my opinion, to get yourself to the next level and to you know, scale, scale your business is using credit to bridge the gap from where you're at today and where you want to be in establishing a, a solid game plan. Yeah, I think a lot of times people look at credit as debt. Well, it's not debt until you use it. If you use it properly to fund a financial freedom, like Matt's saying right there, start your own business, you know, 
make more pies, become that brand name, national, national known gourmet pies. You know, that's, that's what you're going to need. You're going to need working capital and that OPM separates it. And as long as you're making enough and do it strategically, you're paying that credit back and you can keep rolling it into new cards and new lending. And, you know, there's a ways of work. The rich get richer through credit. They don't right. do it by <laughs> generically just building it, you know, grassroots bootstrapped. Even everybody says they bootstrapped their business. I can guarantee they used credit at one point to help. Yeah, definitely. And even multi-billion dollar companies still use lines of credit. Of course. They don't they have the money, they could just use it, but they would rather use the OPM and leverage their business that way. And it's a smart way to do it. And it gets you some sleep at night. You know, like to know that you have enough funding for the whole year and then you know, you could just move the, the pawns and the chess pieces as you want and and not like, oh man, I only have like you know, $100 in the bank account or something like that or worried about how you're going to pay staff. I mean, it's, it's just, I would almost recommend people get their credit right before hopping into business. Of course. You know, and a lot of us don't. You know, a lot of us, we, we hop into business once we save up enough money, right? Everybody says, you know, dip into their savings account or the life savings or I don't have enough money to start it. But yeah, but if you start your credit and work with these guys, um, how do they get in contact with you? Uh, you can find us at CreditStreetSolutions.com. Um, you can also reach out to me directly. My cell is 657-418-2030. Happy to have a conversation. We offer consultations uh, at no cost. See, you know, obviously, like we said, we like to work with goal-oriented people. Uh, you're trying to get into a business, into a home. That's one of our specific verticals. We work with a lot of lenders, especially in the Salt Lake, Salt Lake Valley, but also nationwide uh, to help individuals get into the right loan. Uh, so, and then Matt can be reached at. Uh, Matt at Credit Street Solutions and my direct number. 714-227-5644. Feel free as well to, to get a hold of me and we can establish a game plan and what your goals are and, and looking to you know map that out. I have a two-part question. I'm glad that you brought that up, Tommy. The two different type of loans. So I'm going to start with you, Matt, because you're, uh, you work on my business side. So yep. I would imagine your specialty is business and then Tommy's is going to be the personal side. But there are two different kind of like loans or ways to get money, right? So on the business side and the personal side, I want to know what are the advantages and when should you consider getting a loan or a line of credit on the business side and then when should you get a loan or a line of credit on the personal side because yeah. I always wonder like hmm, do I want to go to the bank and get a loan and did not have to worry about anything or do I want to get a line of credit but is that too much like a really big credit card or is there wisdom in using a line of credit as opposed to loan? Great, great question. Um, so a loan, um, typically the reason why people get a loan is because they have that money allocated for a specific need, right? So you're pulling the, all the money out at once. So you're basically you know, saying that I'm going to need all that money and paying interest on the whole amount versus a line of credit is something that you can pull as you need, right? So you only pay interest on what you pull out. So that's the major differentiator. And then when it comes to business, I mean, you want to separate yourself from a liability standpoint, but a lot of times you don't have that option if you have an established uh, personal credit and then people move into business credit after they've realized that they need it, right? So Okay, so let me clarify that question then because that is true, right? But um, let's say I want to, I'm thinking a year from now. So I want to cover inventory costs. I want to cover rent costs. I want to cover... Um, payroll, stuff like that. If I, if I keep pulling from the line of credit, 
um, would that would the term do the terms change? Like, when do you need to start paying some back? You, do you have to pay the whole balance off, like a credit card, or can you keep pulling some money out as long as you're making some payments throughout the year? Yeah. So, I mean, when you when you pull money off a line, you're only paying interest on what you pull off. Typically, it's usually a fixed rate that goes with that, and you pay interest on basically if you if you had a hundred thousand dollar line and you won't pull used out twenty thousand of it, you're going to pay interest on that twenty thousand. Now, a revolving line, the difference is that revolving right with the term loan you're actually pulling all that money out at once so the revolving you know will give you the option you know a 30 day usually is what they'll they'll start you with uh, depending on the banking institution but that 30 days gives you an, an, you know way to pay the minimum amount you know what I mean versus a fixed term loan you have to pay a fixed amount every month basically um, that's the main the main main differentiator yeah. Yeah, I think they're looking at too, like working capital as well as you, you like, you know, need new kitchen equipment, you need, you know, supplies to bake with, you need a new payroll. I mean, there's working capital lines, and you always want to get that your personal credit, you know, fixed and, and, and to a good point, really lendable uh, score number uh, before you even look at the business lending. I mean, what's great about the business lending is that it actually, though you need your good personal score to get a personally guaranteed business line of credit, that business line of credit actually doesn't report back. So when it comes down to like card utilization, uh, so you always want to keep your credit cards and, and your balances under 30% to utilize credit. Otherwise, your, your score is going to drop significantly. Uh, so I think that's, you know, one, it's kind of like the chicken or the egg, right? Which came first? And, and in this game, it's always going to be personal first, right? No matter what. Uh, and then you roll into the business side of things. So kind of like what we're doing with you, James, we start on the personal, getting that right. And now we're working on the business to, you know, move that up because they, 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 they go hand in hand. Uh, you definitely need that personal score, uh, credit score to be in, in the good mid sevens, uh, low weights and as a personal testimonial i'll say i don't know how long we've been working together it hasn't been long but my credit score shot up like almost 50 points if not more right? yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and how it, long was it a month it wasn't, it, honestly it wasn't that long it might have been two months two or three months two maybe three months. uh you know we did the we did the consultation brought you in we sat sat down we review all the items uh you know a lot of things that people don't realize is inquiries that takes about two years to follow off files uh you have statute limitations for you know if things get charged off where they can actually come after you there's a we use a metro two compliance when we're actually disputing with the bureau so there are three credit bureaus that have six eight agencies reporting data into those bureaus. So all of this is AI. Uh, everything. No one reads a credit file anymore. No bureau. They're not sitting there. When you when you go to get lending, they're not pulling and looking at your credit score. It's a system doing it. So to have everything, all the boxes checked to make sure you get the most lending is the first thing you do is you fix your personal identifiable information, where you live, who you are. Joe, so I'm James Edwards. I live at X. My, this is my only address. This is my only social security number. So we fix that, get that cleared up, and then you start working on the derogatory items one by one and making sure basically each bureau under the Fair Credit Reporting Act has to report the information identically and accurately. So if, if TransUnion is saying you have a $100,000 loan and experience saying you only have a $10,000 loan, well, not, which, which one's right, right? So we use Metro 2 compliance to go after uh, the bureaus and, and really basically the law to make sure that your file is, is cleaned up and, and swept, <laughs> as we will. So what are the chances, because they've been flirting with this idea for a while now, that they're getting, going away with personal credit? Never going to happen. <laughs> Good luck getting like the everybody, to Yeah, everybody's yeah. starting from a, a clean slate. Like, yeah. You don't think that, well, would that affect your business or how would that change? Have you all been looking into it? What is it? I think it would be. A, I, I, I don't think the banks will ever roll onto it because what happens? That's like getting rid of student debt, right? Well, what about me who paid my $150,000 back? Do I get hundred fifty grand? Because I really like that. But you, you just can't rip up something that's been established for 
God, I don't even know how many years, <laughs> you know, yeah. the credit agencies have been around, right? And it, it's, it shows responsibility. I mean, what are we doing? Are we just saying everybody doesn't have to be responsible anymore? That's what credit is. And listen, I was irresponsible with it because I wasn't educated on it. So I think educating, understanding, I don't think that, I don't foresee it happening because there's a, there's a fairness in the world of people doing the right thing with their lives and people doing the wrong things, right? We're here to fix those wrongs, but to just wipe that under the rug for people well, who Well, they're saying it, right, it was a flawed system. Well, so isn't everything. (laughs) What system isn't these days? But I think, I mean, yeah, of course you can look at it flawed because of, like I said, 80% of Americans have inaccuracies or derogatory items that you're not aware of. But if you don't manage it, just like your blood pressure, your blood pressure is going to go up or down based on how you eat. It's just like your credit score. I mean, you have to make sure you're putting the right things in and managing it properly. I mean, we check Instagram and Facebook 2,000 times a day, but how many times do you check your credit score? Zero. So, I mean, the whole point is kind of showing people that and understanding to know about it, that this is one of the biggest pieces to make you financial free. All the wealthy stay wealthy by using OPM and, and you know, credit to its advantages. Yeah. And working with y'all kind of have brought a lot of awareness to me. Um, ever since I've been working with y'all, I've been checking my credit score at least once a week now. And <laughs> I would it. never do that before. So... Yeah, I, I think there's some wisdom in that, too. Pay on time. Pay in full. Make more payments than you have to. Keep the balances under 30%. Make sure you – I mean, there's a pie chart. If we, if we could show you right now, there's a big pie chart of how credit's made up. You can find it anywhere online. It's how your credit score is established. And I think you know, 35 or 50% of that is paying on time and the age of your credit. So having – again, going back to that trade line, what I was telling you about, uh, doing something like that if you have a thin file – but just understanding, you know, where you're at and, and you know, know, your knowledge of I've done X, I've done Y. It's, a, it's a, just a big piece of the puzzle. You know, I want to maybe get people to know who you are more. Sure. Now that we've kind of talked about what you guys do. Um, so they really know who's behind the business. So for me, um, I'm thinking about my stepfather here. And um, one of the things I remember him saying sometimes is, you know, stop buying dumb stuff. Right. Stop buying dumb <laughs> yeah. stuff. It's not the word that uh, I'm really using, but and then uh, why wait tomorrow for what you could have today? But at what point for you guys did your emotional intelligent raise from using your emotions with money and then using your mind with money? Where was that defining moment? We're going to go into a break here pretty soon, but we could touch on this um, as we come back of what was that for you guys? Was there a defining moment where you began to not make decisions from your emotions anymore with money? And it turned around where you begin to look more logic and how money works with numbers. And also, I think we're going to dive when we come back into your backgrounds, fellow East Coasters. <laughs> so we got to talk about that. Absolutely. They've been giving me uh, crap this morning because <laughs> there's some good movies that I need to watch. So, you know, it's always good. Classics. To, classics that I need to watch. James going to be binge, binge watching this weekend. Yeah, Boston definitely. Movies. I get time because <laughs> farmers markets are starting back up. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, we're going to dive into all of that when we come back. Find out more about you guys. Um, not just like what you do, but who you are, uh, a little bit of your background, why you want to help people, because service is ultimately the, the thing that's going to get us what we want. Um, not just monetizing and thinking about money, but as Latoria always says, we're in the service of helping people. So the people um, business, we're in the people business. Absolutely. Every single person who's in business is in the people business. 100%. Whether you think you are or not, because you either have bosses or you have staff or employees. And if you're not good with people, um, then you can't provide the service that you need to provide. 
Bingo. Yeah, so this was James with James Gourmet Pies. You can reach me at jamesgourmetpies at gmail.com, at jamesgourmetpies on Facebook and Instagram. Latroy, how can I get a hold of you? Uh, you can reach me at this media place right here for the Fed by Ravens. Uh, just reach out to the way to the top. Uh, you can reach us through where as well. And we'll see you here in a second as we dive in and get to know these guys better. The process isn't a choice. We will be waiting for you at the path on the way to the top. Thank you for joining us today. Shut your eyes. Can you imagine your future? Now, take a step forward. Are you ready to move in the direction of freedom? Peace and possibility. Welcome to the Way to the Top, where we will examine the process of where you are in life and where you are going. Your potential lies in the process, not at the top. Watch your life transform before, while on the way to the top. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is James with James. Gourmet Pies. And this is LaTroy Wiz representing LaTroy Wiz. And I want to thank our guest uh, for coming in today. And more or not, we just want to kind of dive into who they are as individuals because that's what we're really about here at The Way to the Top. It's not having this surface level conversation, but it's digging deep and talking about the things that people don't talk about. It's getting a little vulnerable, a little uncomfortable um, because this is where the growing happens. And so before the break, we were talking about the money situation on business and personal side, but particularly for you guys, what did that look like when you begin to learn about your own emotional intelligence, then you begin to realize not to use your emotions to make money decisions? Was there defining moments for you guys when your level of intelligence raised um, from not using your emotions with money? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, um, especially when you're younger and you're uh, following your, your, your hopefully your, your desire to, to, to go up in life and, and, and make some decisions that maybe you were probably directly affected by your, your parents growing up and how you grew up, you're trying to make decisions for your own as soon as you turn 18. And the big defining moment for me was reading the, the, the Rich Dad Poor Dad book. It was a yeah. self-mentor self uh, for me when I was growing up. And that twist of... You know, he, he speaks for the people that know that book, just that different perspective change. Cause, and, and Tom, we talked about it on the break. You know, you, you are the, the, the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So um, at the time, I was spending time with people that were going to school, working corporate America, you know, trying to figure it out, you know, eventually, hopefully own a home. And I think that's what how most of us grow up, at least in the U.S., is we, we have that goal of, you know, reaching financial success. But we only know from what our surroundings are telling us. Right. So reading that book changed my perspective. And I think I would encourage everyone to read that book if they haven't. Um, but really getting in touch with what your goals are as a as a person. And I think hearing someone's different perspective um, on, on life and, and finance um, and changing your surroundings is, is key to, to, to getting those eye opening 
um, you know, understanding of how things work and, the, and, and how the rich get richer. And people that are poor, they usually stay poor unless they self-educate. So I would definitely encourage people to, to get a mentor, um, a person that's done it. They say success leaves clues. Success leaves, you know, receipts, basically, because it, it just speaks on there's, a, there's common characteristics that people that have done this before us that, that can give us key knowledge and save us years and years and years of trying to figure it out just by doing that, you know, self-reflection and reading. So anyone that's out there that's listened today, you know, I would just encourage you to not only read that book. There's a lot of them out there, Think and Grow Rich. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of, like, key books, but, um, but really diving into figuring out who you are and what your goals are and understanding yourself first before you can um, really know what the next steps are. So, you know, with that said, Tom. Yeah, and you know what? I think that information is what changes situations, right? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we always self-sabotage ourselves behind what we don't know, right? We don't know that we don't know. And I recommend Rich Dad, Poor Dad to almost anybody who is who has a little tiny fire in their gut to do something on their own. That's like the first book you should read before making any steps. Absolutely. And I think it's like, it breaks it down Barney style. Kid could read it mm-hmm. and understand the whole book, right? It's not Absolutely. like these big old words that's super deep. That's, yeah. that's why Matt loved it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it, was, it, made, it just resonated, right? Yeah, you don't, you know. Yeah, I hate yeah. those big words. Yeah, I'm keep like, it simple. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So keep it simple. Yeah. So there you go. Tommy, it's on you. Yeah, so, I mean, um, I think a lot of defining moments, you know, has, has come through life. I mean, like Matt said, growing up in Boston, growing up in the East Coast, it's almost a trained methodology. All your friends go to school. Or, you know, you follow a pack. We're very... You know, we want to do what the Joneses are doing or the Smiths or what your buddies are doing. And, and you want to stick to that. Like, you know, collegiate, I just had my first son and I'm, you know, thinking 18 years down the road right now already. But will college be the necessary aspect of life or would you rather take 100 grand and invest that into a business or make your own decisions? Matt mentioned on it kind of you can learn anything and everything online today. That wasn't the case really 20 years ago, uh, but a lot has changed. And I think that perspective too is gonna change a lot of people's decision-making and their path to where they're gonna go. Uh, I went to a trade school, didn't really do much with that. Uh, did go to college, don't do much with that. <laughs> it's, really, it's a training. It's, it's, can you go somewhere for four years, do it and complete it? You're, you're being trained to become a cog in the corporate America wheel. And I think that was my perspective a lot of my life. And I mean, even today, as a, as a, a newer entrepreneur, you know, it's, it's not, it's hard sometimes to be like, man, I got to make this money. I got to grind this out. I got to work that Saturday. I got to work that Sunday. Days in the week, Monday through Friday has been trained to be the thing. But Saturday and Sunday, you can make money too. Yeah. <laughs> and you know with the farmer's market. So, I mean, the, the, the differentiating factor, defining factor for me, I think a lot too, was, you know, some struggles in life. I went through uh, some dark times, uh, you know, some, some man recovery uh, in the issues I had kind of Again, surrounding myself with, again, five people that are bringing me down. You know, I had to get away. I, you know, had to really refocus, you know, my entire, what was important to me, right? Uh, or did I want to stay stuck in that, that level of, of really doldrums, right? The darkness, right? You got to see the light. You got to believe in yourself. <clears throat> Any situation is overcome. You can overcome anything, right? Uh, you can really, if you want to put your mind to it. Again, you know, having a bad credit score, I didn't think I could do anything with it, right? And then actually, hey, do this, 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 and this, and boom, guess what? You know, it fixes it. Just like your car is breaking down, you go to the mechanic, right? So it's, 
It's. I think scenarios that are, are brought uh, onto us today are, are, are. You know, the world is changing at an ever exponential pace. Uh, Hyper connectivity, though. You know, here we are on a podcast. I think it hasn't been the best thing for the world. I think a lot of this, you know, the in, instant knowledge, instant understanding, and now it's is it factual? Is it false? Is it true? Is it not? We're given a lot of different things thrown at us on so many different levels. But really, what you got to do is step back. And what's important to you? What surrounds you? What can you change? Accept the things you cannot change. Have the courage to change the things you can. And have the wisdom to know the difference. And that's, I say that to myself probably 10 times a day because it's so relevant in every, is it raining? Well, I can't change that. Is it sunny? Perfect. I, can, I can't change that either, but I like that. So it's all about uh, perspective. Was that a modded serenity prayer? It is. Okay. It is. <laughs> it, it's, uh, yeah. It, 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 I tell you, it's, it's the most relevant three sentences that you could say to yourself every day because I can't change what just happened. I can't change. Uh, my, my brother's pulling out his coin right here in front of me. My, my brother gave this you to know? me. Yeah. He told me to hold on to it because, right, we all go through stuff. I, I commend Magic. you for sharing that. Yeah, I'm um, talking about recovery because. Yeah. No matter what we're all selling, we're selling belief, right? Sure. And it takes a lot of courage to talk about whether it be in finances or whatever your product or service is, how to get from here to there. Um, A lot of it is people don't believe in themselves. Got it. And by sharing this, right, there's thousands of people listening to your message right now for you to share that part of yourself. Like for me, it was suicide four years ago um, Mm -hmm. was my defining moment that opened the door for me to be more vulnerable and comfortable in my own skin with sharing um, which is raised as I begin to raise my level up with myself, mm-hmm. then exponentially things in my whole entire life have changed um, business wise, personal wise, relationship wise. And so I think as we're approaching these conversations with people, um, get to know who the people are behind the product and service. Um, that's how you begin to give people belief in what you're giving them. Absolutely. I mean, I couldn't agree. I mean, it's funny. I mean, how, how likely are somebody touched by a negative aspect in life? Uh, literally probably everybody, right? There's, there's not a single person walking around, especially with addiction and, and all that that goes on today. Um, I, I think most people have been, whether a family member, themselves, close friends, lost or saw somebody go through it. And, and it really, everybody wants to help that individual. You always want to help somebody in their, in their darkest hour. But hate to say it, and I'm not trying to sound crass, that person has to help themselves. I was brought to many a times where I, you know, a place to try to get myself right, but was I ready? No, I don't think so, right? I did, because it didn't work. It has to take that inner strength, that inner fire. And sometimes it does take some people to ignite it. You know, you need people like, you know, my friend here, Matt, you know, stuck by me through thick and thin. You see the good in people, right? And not everybody sees it. You know, I lost a lot of friends in that time, but you know, were they really friends? at that point. So do you really need them, right? And again, back to that five people you surround yourself with. You, the world's a big place, but you just need some good people in your corner. You don't need everybody, just some good solid ones. And, and I think, like you said, you know, sharing suicide, and then, thank God you didn't do it. God bless you here, you know? And I think all of us have had some kind of touches on, on that. And it's just, uh, you know, like I said, it, it comes back to that inner, that inner beast. You got to release it. You got to get uncomfortable. You got to do things you don't want to do. Do things you don't want to do every day, and you'll be a better person, 100%. <laughs> Is this part of the fire um, for both of you that drives you in this business, this service of helping people? Not only just growing the business, but is this part of your fire, um, these personal experiences, you back in the the market crashing, you with recovery? Has this been big puzzle pieces for you guys um, as far as the business goes? 
Yeah, I mean, with our client base, I mean, we, we get people from all walks of life. Um, and credit to, to us was that give back. I feel like that, that financial literacy that we, that we speak when we first meet a client, getting them to understand what's going on with their credit profile, um, is, it speaks wonders. And seeing people smile after we've been able to fix their credit and, and basically give them options that weren't available to them when they first walked on our doors, it's, it, you know, it's that give back feeling. I mean, it might be something that people might not understand right now, but you know, with a good credit score, you're able to open doors that normally would not be there, right? So you got to get comfortable in the uncomfortable if you ever want to see growth, right? So you know, the, the, the key is really just saying, hey, work with the professionals the same way, you know, you'd bring your car in. If it, got, if it broke down to fix your car, you're not a mechanic overnight. You'd bring, you know, we're, we're the mechanics of the, of the credit world, right? So we try to put people um, in a position to win and create a, a game plan for them to succeed. And, and we feel like credit is our calling to because to, to, it, it speaks to everyone. Right. So uh, you don't have to have a financial background. You don't have to be in a certain business vertical. But in, in this day and age, credit is, is, is one of the major pillars, uh, we believe, to, to accomplishing your goals and dreams. So, uh, yeah, credit is our give back. And, and we have a current promotion just to kind of speak on that. If there is people out there that, um, you know, are, are looking to make that change and might not have the ability to make that change you know we are uh looking to take on uh, certain individuals that come from recovery we're willing to fix their credit for free if they if they have the right mindset so uh definitely look us up for that and we, we'd love to, to work with individuals that have uh coming out of recovery yeah you guys are like-minded here's a off the wall off the wall like random question what do y'all do to keep yourself grounded like when you get like so when life is getting very <laughs> flustering <laughs> what do y'all do to keep yourself grounded that you would like to share with everyone yeah i i mean i think uh, mine i'm a huge golfer right so i love golf and the reason i love it is two reasons is one you're your own enemy right you're you can only you're not a team there's no one else playing with you it's you and the ball and your clubs and it's it's my release um you know to have a bad day Go hit a couple drives. You know, take that aggression out. Uh, I was about to ask, are you a driver or you can do a full Well, it's, it's always, it's always the, the slogan from my grandfather, God rest his soul, uh, was always drive for show, putt for dough. So, I mean, I, you know, my short game is uh, pretty on point, I would say, but I do hit the, hit the ball pretty well. And, and I think for me, um, you know, in golf, people are, that's frustrating. Golf is frustrating. Like, why would you think that's to ground yourself? But I mean, to each its own, right? Um, you know, so you're not going out to, you know, I'm not going to go shoot PGA Tour numbers for sure, but I know my abilities and you, can, you work on it and you hone in on it. You know what? It's frustrating to you get that first good hit. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, when you get that first hit and it's driving down the fairway. Keeps oh. you coming back. Oh, yeah. Keeps you coming back. So that, I think, exercise, um, you know, just, just spending time with the family. Um, you know, you got to have a balance in life, and I think that's what, you know, entrepreneurship has also shown, is that you have the ability to kind of make your own calls. Uh, but, you know, like, it's not for everybody, right? Some people like to go and, and, and want to go to a job and have that security and that's you know, hey, that, that that's how the world also works. So it's really uh, you know, it, it just ground yourself, surround yourself with people not talking about business, just kind of you know taking a step back and, and clearing the mind. You know, like I said, I do it on the golf course. So, 
Matt? Yeah, I, um, I, uh, you know, to speak to that time when, when through a bankruptcy, people, you know, and, and, and I'm sure you felt this as well. You know, when you hear, go back to those times when you were at your all time low, and, and I think that's what keeps me humble and with that and with gratitude in my heart of like where I'm at, and and you know, COVID kind of I think opened a lot of our the viewers out there today about what your priorities are, um, and and kind of taking a step back from it's not all about the money, it's not all about you know materialism items as, as well. I love materialism things, but it, it, when it comes down to it, when you wake up in the morning, I think there's some, some basics of having a roof over your head, you know, having, you know, food in your stomach, those basic things. And, and when, when you think back about your lowest times in life, and I've been there, I mean, when I met Tom, I was I'd just coming out of bankruptcy and I was, and it's funny to say this, but I was sleeping on my parents' floor and didn't even have a bed at that time. You know what I mean? And that was only, what, five years ago now, wouldn't you say? Five, six years ago. Five, six years ago. And, 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 and when you think back, it, it, it brings you back and, and puts you in that mindset where it's like, hey, good, bad, you're still the same person in, 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 your, in your heart. And like, you, you don't want to use money as the reason why you're happy or not happy. Although it is a key down here, it, you know, prioritizing what really matters to you. Family being, I think, a key for all of us out there. Um, you know, can't get these people back. And, you know, health is wealth. So that is a true wealth, in my opinion. And so if you can, if you can resonate with times where you were at, at your all-time low and keep that humbleness about you, I think that's, that's crucial to, to keeping, a, you know, a, a level head. Yeah, you know, I agree with that, too, because I almost feel like you have to hit rock bottom mm -hmm. because it, it changes your perspective on things, mm -hmm. right? Like, it, it brings that humbleness back. Um, I have met people that were born into money, and they don't really understand the struggle. They don't appreciate it either. They don't, they don't appreciate it as much. Not, not all of them, but um, it, it's different when I talk to people like us that have been through something and been at their lowest, sleeping on their, their parents' floor, homeless, hooked on drugs, all that kind of stuff. It makes you feel appreciative of where you're at. It makes you really want to look back and help out others. And I, th I think there's some wisdom in, in failing. Absolutely. Call me crazy. You, you can't learn if you don't fail. Failing, I mean, you, you, I mean, Apple wasn't created in one. Rome wasn't built in a day. I mean, everybody uses the analogies, but it's the fact. Is, I mean, how many times, you know, the, the best, most successful people in the world failed? I mean, how many attempts at a light bulb were there? I think 10, 15,000 times he tried to before he got the correct. You know, no one remembers the failures, though, right? Yeah. Everybody only looks at the success, but they don't see that, that spiky road climb into success. And I like what you said where you, uh, going back to visiting your newborn. Uh, congratulations on your Thank kid, you. by the way. Thank you. Um, putting away, you know, 100,000 or however much you're putting away and let them decide if they want to do business or if they want to go to school or something like that. I think um, as adults, we probably don't see the wisdom because we're entrepreneurs and going to school or, or college. Not saying not see the wisdom, but um, we understand more about, I guess, being your own entrepreneur or boss. Yeah, I think uh, what changes the information era, right? So this information, I remember going to school and, and talking to a foreigner and they don't acknowledge foreign, um, you know, degrees when moving into the into this country. You might be a doctor in, in another country and you could, it's not worth anything in the U.S. You have to go to school all over again. And I said, well, what what's different about why do people come to the U.S.? And he's like, well, we don't need necessarily even to come to the U.S., but according to standards, you have to have that degree on the wall for certain, certain you know, 
doctors, lawyers, right, these days, so they only honor that usually in the, in the U.S., but they have the same knowledge we have. They have the same YouTube channel. They can find anything, you know, change, change the light socket, you know, and whatever it is that you're trying to find out about. So it's not lack of, it's, it's not lack of having that information available to you. It's just lack of effort at this yeah. point, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you want to know something um, that wasn't available to us as younger, you know, was that information. So that, that, that is the era we're in, and so it's really on you if you really want to do something about it. Yeah, I think I think to that point too. What Matt's you know was saying is, is like finding information. Granted, I don't want a doctor working on me who's studied off of YouTube, but you know I do hope he went to. Oh, oh, trust me. When they say we'll be right back, they're going to go check the YouTube. <laughs> Let me pause so, that for a second. So you know what I mean. I, but I, so there are aspects of the world that needs training and to be taught and, and learned, and, and school still has absolute meaning. And I, I I'm not downplaying uh, college. I went to college. You know, I I. I graduated i have my degree i'm proud of it right it is an accomplishment but what i think matt and i and, and what I'm, we're trying to focus on and like i said you know the little one is that there are other options and other options to bring happiness because i think at the end of the day uh you know my father he said one thing the one time to me when i was kind of in my in my spot he's like i don't care if you're a, a billionaire or a bus driver if you're happy that's yeah. all that really matters, yeah. right? And I think a lot of people think money is that happiness. Like Matt was saying, money might buy cool things and might, might allow you to be happy. But, you know, uh, you know if, you're, if you're spending too much time making that money, then you're not happy. You don't have family. You know, you'll be lonely and, you know, go down that route. But you, it's that balance. It's that leverage of understanding. You know what? People put too much power into money. For and sure. all money is is a resource, right? Bingo. That's why I wanted to bring you guys on today because you can teach people how to have access to the resource, Right. It might not bring you happiness or whatever, um, but it is a resource that can take you out of that gloomy state that you're in to the Bahamas for a week. Right. It's access to that resource. Um, And then it it also helps with stressors. Right. Mm -hmm. Because money is a is a huge stressor. Right. So if you have access to capital, if you have money in the bank, it's just one less thing that you have to worry about. You know, so that's my thing on money. People put too much power into money they think that money can buy happiness or they think that it can um make you a worse person but it's not going to change who you are what it's going to do is amplify who you are if you was a giver before you can be a bigger giver if you was a crook and a criminal before now you're a bigger crook and criminal (laughs) right it's a resource correct correct Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's, I, you know, it, like, we, like Matt said, we deal with individuals in all walks of life. Uh, you know, people who have made poor financial decisions, made some, you know, medical situations. There's things come up where you can't control the need to have to spend, right? You, I mean, but it's about educating on what you need versus what you want, right? There's a big, big difference. And I think a lot going back to, you know, talking about emotion, making those decisions based around emotion. I mean, I always wanted that, that new Audi, that, that brand new Benz, you know, the, the Armani jeans. You got it. Got to have diesels. You don't have diesel. I mean, what really? But in the day. They're, they're jeans, you know what I mean. <laughs> you're gonna you're just gonna cover yourself up anyways. I mean, the the price tag on things is is really about educating. You know, having the fanciest, the nicest, the most expensive isn't really make you wealthy. Uh, and most of the time, the people who wear all that are the people who have the least in their bank accounts. So uh, you know, it's it's about again, I go back to it all the time. It's about 
perspective, how you look at things. We're, you know, we, we re-educate. We, you know, we, we're showing how because you're not taught. Again, going back to schooling, you're not taught about taxes. You're not taught about you know, credit. You're not taught about how that business credit doesn't show on your personal file that opening an EIN and having a business card will give you five, three to five times the lending you get on a personal card. People don't know that. You know? And why? Because a lot of the institutions don't want you to know that. Otherwise, they'd educate you more on it. Yeah, <laughs> so, a simple <laughs> class on setting goals can change leverage so many literacy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, crazy. and it's taught. You're mm-hmm. learned. You're, it's a learned habit. You know, if your parents didn't use credit, like Matt was saying, if you're taught that credit's bad, credit's debt, don't get into debt, blah 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 blah. Well, you're gonna believe that, you know, just like most other values you're brought up with. But again, it's about you're an individual. You get to choose what at 18 and beyond what you actually want to you know believe in and, and see visions on. So leading out of here, um, as we wind down this conversation, you can hear the enthusiasm coming out of you guys. That, that <laughs> divine inspiration of why you guys do what you do. What is the vision for 2021 for the business? Um, in a short paragraph or two. Well, um, the business vision is to, is to take people that might be at um, financially kind of met their, their match and hit a wall. And, um, you know, we're trying to scale out, right? We're trying to build out a brand that encompasses financial literacy. So we're welcoming anybody that out there, all walks of life, to get a hold of us. We'd love to talk to you and create a plan for you and no cost. Like I said, our consultations are always free up front. Um, but we're looking to scale with people that have that goal and we can help you reach that goal, right? So creating a plan with you and working side by side with you hand in hand to help you accomplish your goals. So I think in, in any way, shape or form, if we can help you accomplish that, feel free to reach out again, Matt at Credit Street Solutions. Yeah, we're turning denials into smiles here at Credit Street. So there you go. Um, how do you get a hold of you, Tommy? Same way. Tom at CreditStreetSolutions.com. Yep. Or again, 657-418-2030. Direct line. Feel free. Reach out. Do we have a Facebook or Instagram yet? Yep. Facebook's on there uh, at Credit Street Solutions as well as a uh, Instagram. Instagram. Yep. Same thing. Perfect. Thanks again for joining us. Um, again, this is James with James Gourmet Pies, www.jamesgourmet.com, at James Gourmet Pies on Facebook and Instagram. And it's LaTroy Wiz, representing LaTroy Wiz. And you can really find us just here at the site. Today was really about these guys, so I'm not going to throw my tags out there. Uh, but you guys definitely need to speak to these people. Um, they're doing some great stuff in the community, and I definitely recommend them, guys. So thank you guys for being here today. Thanks for having um, us. And just being vulnerable, offering your story and your business. Appreciate you. Appreciate, Appreciate you having us. Thanks, guys. process isn't a choice we will be waiting for you at the path on the way to the top thank you for joining us today